Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. We like that. All in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions, and best of all, it's totally free zero catch we've been using it ever since we started how long gone and ever since i discovered spotify for podcasters i feel like having the option of turning off the q a's and the polls on the user dashboard <laughs> has really helped uh, boost my creativity and take it to another level i highly recommend giving it a try download the spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started All right, guys, we are, it is Sunday morning, 10, 10 a.m. We are recording live both in the same room in Glendale. It's raw, it's uncut, it's unedited. Anything is going to fly. I will edit something if I need to, but let's try and not. <laughs> it is unedited unless there's something too crazy and I will take it out. I, you know, it is a Sunday, so I don't want to work too much. Yeah, I understand that. So it's God's day. let's baby. go ahead and edit. In the mental, so TJ doesn't have to edit in the Ableton Live. I like that. I like that idea. I'm always kind of editing on the fly like that. Um, fly by Jing. Um, you can get that at Target now. You're always editing. I mean, are you always editing on the fly, though? No, I'm absolutely not. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not. Maybe I'm- if you started editing one episode a week, it might change the way you talk into the microphone. What do you think? I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna change my brilliance and edit my brilliance. Um, brilliance is one word for it for you. I'm not gonna do it. It's. A, I'm not gonna sacrifice. I have to be the freewheeling man that I am for this podcast to thrive. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Okay. I and I love that, and I think that's awesome that you are free freewheeler. And I think that all is cool. You know, just try to talk. Like when you are saying these free one things, just do a better job at, at, it. at the, at the, at the, so, so you're saying the oration. So you're saying basically I should do better at my job is kind of what it sounds like to me. Well, that is, I mean, uh, you know, pulling back. I yes. love to pull back. Let's zoom out. Let's look <laughs> at this from a top down perspective. If we zoom out, then yeah. But if we zoom in a little bit, there's just a few little things. Tweaks and tips that I could do. When you listen to Rogan, when you listen to Chappelle, all these- I listened to Rogan this week actually, and I learned that the vaccine is actually what's causing the mutation. <laughs> so I feel like, is there a way to devax myself? Because I don't want to make Joe upset. I don't know if you can devax. I think once it once it takes, God it kind of takes. So you know, like once you snort a line of ketamine, you there's, can't. There's nothing you can do. You, you can't, can't get yeah, it back. Yeah. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube, as they say. There's no ketamine vaccine, but <laughs> that's so you're saying not to a me bad now, idea. Now I'm vaccinated, so I'm. From what I can tell from from our leader Joe Rogan, 
I'm part of the problem because I got a vaccine that is causing the mutation and the Delta variant is running rampant across the, the continental United States. Is You're that, not part of the problem, but you sure as hell ain't helping. That's right. I'm not. And I, I hope this doesn't hurt our chances to go on the Joe Rogan podcast and then have Joe Rogan join us when we're in Austin. Because I don't I, I'll lie. I mean, I'll lie. I'll light this vax card on fire if it means getting Rogan on on stage with us yeah uh yeah i think so i think it's possible do you think he would do it do you think he would do it for free if it was just a kettlebell workout we didn't we didn't we didn't interview him we didn't talk about his show if we he, just sent him a dm and we're like hey do you want to work out on tuesday exactly and he brings three monkey head kettlebells <laughs> to 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 stage and we just follow him i'll i'll go to, i'll go to lowe's and get one of those stainless steel gardening tubs i'll go down to whataburger and buy all the ice in that bitch and we're filling it up we're filling it up and we're doing 20 minutes i'll the three of us three all right me you rogan three different tubs it's like Neil Brennan, three mics, but we just have three, three ice tubs. All I need is three. All I need is one mic and three tubs. This is a great idea. This is a great idea. How long can you tub for? You think? I, I'm not. I don't think I would be great at that. Rogan does twenty. I know that some people. I was talking to somebody recently. They said they did five minutes, and I was like, "That's really impressive." But I don't know if I could do more than five. Look, Rogan says he does twenty. I need to see it. He wouldn't lie about that. 20 is, I mean, I guess it's like anything else. You just build it he's up. He's a monster, bro. He's a, he's a little monster, you're right. Uh, <laughs> he's a little monster. No gaga. Um, but but if you, going back to original point, if you do listen to a, a, a Rogan episode uncut and raw, since he's been doing it for so long, I guess, and since he's a stand-up comedian, he's used to listening back to his his sets, his mm, game day mm, footage. Of course, yeah, yeah. Like all these people, and they'll be like, oh, like I should stop saying this. Like It's not so much like I should stop saying that you know, Hitler was good or I should stop saying like all these cancelable things. It's more of just no of economy course. of words. As the, they econ- say. the economy of words, classic podcast editor vocabulary. Yeah. And there's some, you know, the, the problem with podcasting is Grammarly won't help you. It'll wait. Become- hold on. What? <laughs> there's not Grammarly for podcasting. Well, there, there kind of is white space. Yeah. I'm seeing a white space. <laughs> Let's ideate later. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, unfortunately, the only way to really get in there is something that you're not going to like, which is AI technology. Nope, I'm out. Okay. Changing changing directions. I prefer you slaving over the hot machine all day. <laughs> I don't... AI, yeah. I don't... I don't back AI. I'm Neither not into I. it. Neither no. do I. I'd rather sit in an ice tub for 30 minutes. I think vinyl sounds better, and I think AI should stay out of our don't, schools. Don't you love the click, <laughs> pop, and hiss of a nice 12-inch vinyl? Yeah, man. It's real. It's, it's American. It's real. You know, you can just hear the room. The room is part of the music. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to I don't want to sound I like I love the music of Charlie XCX and Pain, but I don't want to always sound like that. No, 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 it, no. You no. can I, get listener fatigue. No, I know. When you're when you're listening to Freewheeling, my fellow Freewheeler Bob Dylan, I know that you <laughs> like it. I know you like to hit the click hiss and pop of that vinyl on your stereo. And I'm not talking Serato. It becomes the song. It's like when I'm listening to a nice Jag Jaguar Bonnie Vare <laughs> release and the song kicks in, and you hear the little click track, it's too late, and then baby, and, and it's you hear to be you, apart from me. Wow. Okay. First take, black. We got. It. We got it. Okay. On to the next. <laughs> uh, but, we got it, Bond. We got it. But sometimes you'll hear you'll hear at the beginning of the songs where like the drummer will be like, 
will like count something in mm-hmm. and like or somebody will start the piano line and they'll fuck up and they'll be like oh uh, mm-hmm. and they play it again and they I, decide to leave it in and it becomes part of the song sounds better on vinyl and that sounds better on vinyl I don't want to bring up Brian Adams but there's a you know on the on the Heartbreaker album you yeah. know the the first track is him and David Rollins arguing about Morrissey a famous a famous skit Oh um, no no it's bone and drag no it's viva hate and then it's like one two one you know and then mm. it comes in that's my that's my that's where my memory goes when you're thinking about and that's probably those. where Uzi got the his ideas for all of his skits and where Kendrick got all of his skits I didn't ideas. we don't first of all we don't talk about Kendrick on this podcast <laughs> first of all uh, Uzi I didn't know Uzi did skits well everyone does skits now every modern rap you know record. that there's a Ja Rule skit called Chris Black right no yeah. I did not know any of that. Yeah. It's been pointed. It was pointed out to me because I'm not a big jawhead. J A H, yes. J A, no. I mean, are there any real jaw rule heads? I bet. Like, where somebody- Bro, there's so many white chicks that you partied with at Cinespace that would pay $100 <laughs> to go see jaw rule tonight. Yeah, but just because you'll go to a jaw rule concert, I don't know. I mean, like, you know, like, like people will have Morrissey tattoos or, or like, you know, like you got to bring one record with you. To listen hold to on, on a desert on, actually, island. Hold on, I was. I was. Jaw Rule t- has never been on a desert island disc, is what I'm saying. I'm <laughs> sick with that. I'm <laughs> sick with that view of some like British economist is on desert island. It's like I would take a Jaw Rule album <laughs> from 2001. What Jaw has done? <laughs> they call him Jaw. I uh, I was talking to to friend of the show, it boy Greg K. Mm-hmm. Are you are you, you're DJing with Morrissey, right? Are you? Is the festival you're on Morrissey playing? Oh, you're not. No, no, no. Okay, so okay. the festival I'm playing is the next weekend after the Morrissey. The concert. Morrissey one's in Vegas. Well, Morrissey is doing a whole nationwide tour, and but. then the LA date is at this big festival where it's Morrissey headlining, and then like twenty. That's right. Kind of like Greg. Greg and Alexis are going alt. to Vegas to see Morrissey, and I've been invited, and I think I might. I'm. I was considering going as well. Let's I think go. it's happening right around my B day. But when I was when I was in. In Vegas, having my sexy hungover episode, and I was talking about the... the hey, it's Jason. Oh, I'm, I'm weak. I'm wounded and fragile. OJ? I'm going to come. But when I was talking about my, my the British Uber driver who was talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. switching oh, up to his Lyft Lux once he gets the Ford Expedition. <laughs> and, he was, and I was like, oh, well, he's saying, like, yeah, you know, I'm going to go see squeeze and i'm gonna you know let's he's, go he's my naming, man he's naming all you know and we're talking like oh yeah like i just saw like pet shop boys and new order that tour that was postponed last year is gonna be coming back and he's like oh yeah i'm going to that and and he said i was like you're gonna go to morrissey because I, I saw like billboards for him he's like oh of course of course <laughs> how could i not but seeing morrissey in vegas sounds fun that's appropriate that that's a be- I mean, if I can't see him in a club, you know, like a small club, then mm-hmm. then I feel like Vegas is the move. Yeah, because when you go, when you see Morrissey at the Hollywood Bowl, it's it's a bunch of you know, it's like you want to see him around the Latinx community. You yes. want to see everyone fanning, yes. falling over the guardrails, yeah. cutting their wrists. I want to punch shit. a teenager in the face to get a piece of a Gucci shirt out of his mouth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So you want so you want to see him, New Mexico, you know, Albuquerque. El Paso. Oh yeah, you know all of the Texas swing. Yeah, yeah, all of those places. But and then, then obviously L A is like its biggest fan base in in, in the states probably. But Vegas, huge Latinx community. Uh, very there. true. And I think that's a great great place to see him because it's only the fans. This is bringing me back to the tragic moment where we were outside the Hollywood Bowl and <laughs> and he plays 
What did he play for? It was like insane. It was like two Smith songs in a row. Yeah, like the first song. He played like, just like Ask first out of the gate. Uh, hello, Los Angeles. <laughs> this first one. Oh, traffic is a drag. This one's <laughs> called Girlfriend in a Coma. And we're like, are you freaking serious? And Jason and I, our tickets are fake and we can't get in. And I'm hearing more. It was, is it, that the first time you ever bought fake tickets? I've never bought tickets for anything, so yeah, uh, basically. Well, I you mean, were gifted these tickets, or you 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 purchased it from a a friend of a friend. I purchased it from a friend of a friend, but but face value, like it yeah, wasn't yeah, like yeah. a markup situation. Mm-hmm. But that taught me the lesson I learned from that. Jason is never go to anything unless you're on the guest list. That that's what that's what I that's what I learned from that, bro. Tell me about that. It. Was my number one takeaway? Yeah, because I went through a phase where I was willing to pay for stuff because I was just like, fuck it, I want to go. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. is over. That phase is finished. <laughs> I'm only going if I'm on the guest list. The the sticky better be triple X. This is what happens when you move to LA. Well, I ran into uh, Tommy Dorfman uh, mm-hmm. at the Cursed Row development in downtown LA yesterday. Shout out to the Row DTLA. <laughs> and she invited me to go see Heim in, in Santa Barbara. And I was like, this is my shit. Heim in Santa Barbara at the Santa Barbara Amphitheater or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's where I saw Radiohead. It'd be a whole situation. It'd be exactly what I want. I love the new Heim record, but unfortunately, we're going to be in New York, so I so I can't oh, go. Oh no, I know, I know. But yeah, what was that that the the uh, the HBO show about the old female comedian in Vegas? Hacks, hacks. There's there's there was a viral Heim oh, yeah, joke in there. <laughs> yeah, I like can't. when I moved to LA, I can't tell if groups of three girls in LA are Heim or just three well dressed women. <laughs> it's really funny. That was when she came back to LA after being gone and went to the intelligentsia and the coffee yeah. was $14 and she was like, thank God. <laughs> She's so excited. I can relate. That was really funny. But yeah, I love live music, Jason. Well, I- the, well, how do you, what do you think about this? The, and this is something that I agree with is when you pay for a ticket for a concert, you enjoy it more than when it was free. No. For most people who aren't little monsters like yourself, I think that rings true. Not just for live concerts. Anything, but for almost anything, because you know, it, it like I've been to so many shows where it's it's been a guest list situation where like just out the gate, the first thing, fifty percent chance that I'm even going to go. If I if I'm that that I'll, I'll I mean it's so easy for me to not go to a concert I'll give when, you that. when it's free. So that just that. alone, I'll and then the percentage like if you get if you make it to the show, fifty percent chance, and then when you get to the show, I would say. 30% chance that you're going to actually stick around until the end. Like if there's two opening bands that are a drag and then it takes forever and you're looking at your watch, you're like it's 11:15 and and Def Haven still has is tuning their instruments and you're dark just... example literally and figuratively. <laughs> and then you're like, "You know what? I'm going to and I'm going to go home and watch White Lotus jack off." I just had this I mean, it's an age thing for sure, because oh, yeah. if like you're on Coke and you're about to see somebody you love, it's it's fine. You're going to be there till two in the morning. If I, no yeah, if I'm 19 and I somehow got tickets to Animal Collective, <laughs> I'm in that. I'm, ter- I'm tearing my tank off. <laughs> I'm in that bitch. I just so have I'm, this I'm phase. sweeping up garbage at the end of the Yeah, concert. I'm happy. I'm happy to throw away these beer cans. Recycle. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, but I, I had this phase in Atlanta where we had a friend that worked the door at the um, the the famous. Uh, Oh my god! It's like a famous. It's like a famous venue there. I can't think. of Why mm-hmm. am I blanking on it? It's like an old church. It's amazing. Okay. Um. Why am I blanking? This is terrible. The anyway, name is is it's it's irrelevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we would bring her. Basically, she was like, "Yeah, just show up and bring me dinner and <laughs> be good." You just know, bring me a full. So we bring dinner. her a burrito from Elmir, and I literally saw fucking Nick Cave, PJ Harvey, Ryan Adams, Damn. Cat Power, like everybody. And I think I was just kind of like. 
that's as good as it's going to get. This oh. is like early yeah. 2000s. This is when this shit mattered and everybody was in their prime. Now anything I like is going to be fucking over the hill. That's the other thing. For the price of a burrito. If I anything I'm like, actually yeah, excited cool. just, about. Just show up. Just bring me, I don't know. I'll get you guys and it's all good. Tens, please. All tens. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I just feel like anybody I'm going to want to see that bad that I would actually go at this point, it's going to be, I've seen them better before. That's Mm -hmm. the issue. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But but now that you're playing, now that TJ's doing the festival circuit as your representative, obviously, you know, things hit different. So Mm -hmm. who's playing this festival that you're playing? MIA, Modest Mouse, Mm. uh, and then like you know like 50 you know, actually MGMTs i heard MIA, i heard and, mia dropped off because they're requiring vax cards so that's you know <laughs> i, I they'll, pro- they'll probably have a new headline is mia soon. an anti-vaxxer oh, anti-vaxxer I, I think she's i think i think mia is like done lost it yeah that's that's our favorite part about no her. i mean that's my favorite part about her but like i think it's bad i think it's in a i think it's in a way where it's like you're saying the exact shit that your fans are not down with. Mm, like like with Azalea Banks, she's fucked up. She's she went off the deep end a long time ago, but all of her fans are are like this is what we want. Yeah, yes, they, yes, we like yes, this. Yeah, I think I don't follow MIA closely, but man, she had some slaps, bro. She's got three or four absolute Yeah, man. Absolute legendary hang the hang the jersey in the rafters. I agree, brother man. I mean, when her first shout out to Diplo, out. baby, you already know. Shout out to Wes. For every talented woman, there's a man behind him. Make, <laughs> make it happen. <laughs> uh-huh. Riding those, riding those Bollywood coattails. <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, get you in the lab. I, I'm, I'm excited for that festival in 2024, whenever it is. I can't wait to turn up with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually DJing this week as well. Arcteryx party. Shout out to the, the Arcteryx family. System A, the System A launch. I can't wait to turn up. I have a big, I have a big activation week this week. So. Oh damn! There's a Kiko dinner. Mm. There's Kiko who? Coast. I don't even know how to say his last name. <laughs> we're not talking about Japanese cutie model. No, I am Kiko. Kiko. We're we're talking about Kiko Konstantantov. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's doing. I guess he he's doing. I don't even know what he's he doing. He got he got a he's he's an artiste. He's got a new Asics looking boot type of. He's got a new. Well, he's the creative boot. director of Asics Sports Style, so. Asics sports style. Well, it's different. No, 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 I saw, I saw like a picture of the boot. That boot, I think that boot's from his own collection, though. Oh, got it, got it, got it. It kind of looked like a cross between like a outdoor voices Merrill boot meets yeah, a foam posit. Well, foam posits, I still look. I don't want those. I want those for you. Like, I really I want know. those for you. I know. It's still like because there's like a couple like as we're going on tour in the next couple you gotta months, get your fits right i need to uh, yeah i need to get suited and booted so i think i need to get some foam the problem is this the 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 suitcase real estate a, a size 17 foam posit i'm gonna have to check a bag we're gonna well we can get our i mean i think the the wardrobe cases get flown <laughs> on the plane the hard cases. yeah the road case the wardrobe hard cases i think go on the flight with i can't remember we can talk to our, our tour manager about it but i i believe it will be fine mm-hmm. is what I'm that's saying. not a that's not a me problem that that's not a you problem i'll take care of that one of the others deals with that yeah yeah but i need to i want i need to get some foam posits i don't know if i'm gonna get the bumblebee yellow and blacks or or i guess or i get the the lunar space the lightning ones. I like the Supreme Versace chain style joints. Those <sighs> are the they, ugliest. Didn't they do like the Paisley ones? They might have done a Paisley. 
But there's the, one where it's like space. Yeah, yeah. The, the, those are the those are the the um those are the there's the Doppler radar ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the the Amar Deep sent me a video a long time ago, <laughs> and an actual weatherman wore them because they're called the weatherman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. some like old white weatherman was like, "Check these out!" <laughs> and like it and. It was because I'm already You see me stomping in my Air Force Ones. Brother. I really want foam posits, but I would never wear them, and they're stupid. You're but not turned enough to be able to pull them off. Is the problem? I could maybe ball in them. You know what I mean? Do you think? Yeah, that... but a, a, you get a nice four hundred seventy dollar foam posit on StockX. <laughs> you're not gonna. You're not gonna take them down to the wall. Bro, I will pull up to them. Goat and put down the Amex and walk away with a Weddy Three. Don't get it twisted, okay? <laughs> I will fucking juke you all the way to the hoop in my foamies with my ankle support. For our listeners at home, he he, he pantomimed. Juked. I euro stepped all ankles. over. I'll euro step all over your ass in the foam posits. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I'll put a foam posit in it. I need to. <laughs> I need to get some foams. I'll start a, a go foam me, and <laughs> <laughs> hopefully our listeners will be able to. Do not go foam me. <laughs> crowd crowd go source. Foam me. <laughs> he said, "Go foam." That's me. the name of your new party. Your new goth party. <laughs> It's a goth foam party. It's a goth foam party. The foam is black. That's kind of the twist. Emo night. That shit's gay, bro. I do a goth <laughs> night that has foam. It's black foam. It's looking like it's looking like you got the Marvis charcoal, and the motherfucker just keep brushing. You can fuck. Woo! You can fuck in there too. That's the thing with the foam. It'd be crazy. You might feel weird afterwards, but you can fuck in the foam. When the cure comes on, best believe when I'm fucking foam in the foam. When the foam is black, a mouth is a mouth, brother. <laughs> oh, when that Susie and the Banshees comes on and the foam is black, <laughs> woo. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The 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 crass remix hit different when it's nothing but <laughs> shit starts going down in the foam. And 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 also what it does for pulling the toxins out of the pores. Oh. Let's not forget the benefits. So it's 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 more of a yeah, it's it's a it's a tox to detox kind of <laughs> night is is the vibe. Yeah, that's like that's like my my Vegas Sunday pool party <laughs> retox. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. My day my yeah, daytime exactly. brunch. brunch exactly. Club. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's I'm the same thing. Retox. Damn, love a goth night. What else do you need? Uh, well, this is what I want to workshop with you. There's a part of me for some reason. I don't know if it's my Glendale influence, but. And also, when I'm looking on eBay, you're for, not getting an AMG. That's not the Glendale influence stops there. I'm thinking, yeah, I think I need to get a two, purple Rolls Royce, two cartons of Marlboros, and, a, no, and no, an no, AMG no. with rims. It's not. It's there's no maybe essential sweatpants, you know. But what uh, as I'm looking on eBay, you know, when when you type in size 17 shoes, and you you know you just you close your eyes and you pull the slot machine mm-hmm. of like what kind of garbage is going to come up. Quite, quite often, it's a nice pair of Yeezys. They're readily available in my size thanks to the baller community. I like the Desert Rat model. Yeah, a lot. They're it's a good looking. Oh, no, I shoe. love them. But unfortunately, I'm talking about a nasty one. No, no, no. <clears throat> I'm talking about the glow in the dark things that have 350s? the 350s. Yeah. Okay. No. No. What about an ice? Like I pull up in an ice blue 350. Jason, it's just a stage shoe. My, no, I understand what you're trying to do, and I know you're on your Delia swag, but it's we're, not we're, has nothing to do with my Delia. Delia, look, you're talking about G wagons and Yeezys. I'm getting a Delia energy from you. Well, I okay. If so, you start hanging out at the commissary coffee in West Hollywood, I you're basically Delia. When it comes to fashion, <laughs> I like to, you know, the Olympics are on my mind. You watch the diving competition, and like, oh, the difficulty level is three, three point one, three point two. 
I want to keep increasing the difficulty level when it comes to my dressing. Yeah, and if you had a body like a diver, I would maybe allow you to do that. But, but you're not, you ain't looking like that Tom Daly in your speed. Every once Chief. in a while, okay, I'll, I'll always remember I was DJing a party and this girl I know who has like very good fashion sense. I won't say her name. I won't, I won't put on blast. We're not going to bleep it out. Okay. And, um, and she like she she dresses very well and she always has like crazy like fucked up outfits and that's like the style of dressing i like i like clothes that are like ugly and like bizarre combinations of of tops and bottoms and shoes unfortunately i know this yeah yeah yeah. myself included with my partners and beyond you know i just like it i like somebody who's just like i'm gonna try to make this fucked up thing work and the the degree of difficulty is harder most people will fail, but when you succeed, you're in when rarefied you, air. My question is, when have you succeeded? Like twice. Okay. Like twice. So this confidence is misplaced, but still thriving, running through I just, your... I still like... I always like... I thick mean, veins. I don't want it if it's that easy, as they say. As, I've seen you get some stuff that was easy. But whatever you <laughs> I'm say, not talking. Chief. I'm not talking about my romantic conquest. I'm talking about... With the dress, like I don't want to impress basic people. I don't want I don't want a regular person to walk past me and be like, "Oh, you have a nice outfit." I want the one freakiest, nastiest person, okay, who low key has like the best swag and taste and flavor to look at me and give me a knowing nod. Unfortunately, first of all, it's never going to happen. Second of all, why just not? wear Balenciaga head to toe? Like you're literally describing what Balenciaga is doing. No, so no, get no, on no, your little dim the dick and do your thing. To me, that's spin on it. That's that's an example of way too easy. I don't and know what outside you're, of my I don't financial, know what you're looking for. Like I don't understand. I want to be able to pull off a pair of Yeezys to where everyone's like, "Damn, low key, this is working." You can't do that. Why not? Oh, because but I are, saw this girl. She was wearing. She was wearing like the regular, like the like the very first Yeezys, like the three fifties. Maybe they were like the kind of like khaki color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was wearing them with like a like a like a statement sock that was kind of like an ugly like Dior sock or something like that. And then like kind of like a like a proto um, Batshiva style summer dress. Oh, this sounds awful. And it sounds awful because it I'm is de- when I'm describing it. But I saw the look and I was like, holy shit. Hold on. Let me this ask bitch you, is pulling you. Let me off. ask you a, a hard question. Was she hot? Yeah. That's why she pulled it off, dumbass. Yeah, but that's it has not nothing the, to do with the clothes. That's not the only reason. Because that I can is see, the only reason. I can see I can see to me, the confidence in fashion has nothing to do with your physical beauty. Like you can you can be an overweight person. I appreciate person. your woke stance here, but let's just be honest with ourselves. And hotties can pull off stuff. That I've seen plenty can't. of heifers shitting on me when it comes to dressing. <laughs> I think you're. I most. think you have an uggo kink. Is what's happening here. Well, there's that too. If you see an uggo in Yeezys, all of a sudden TJ's got to <laughs> hide his waist. It's just <laughs> I have to put my trapper keeper over my crotch. They want. They ask me to come up and solve the problem, and I say. I will not. I don't know this one. <laughs> uh, Where did you see this look? I was DJing at a party, and I but just like, oh, this is old. This is old. This though. is this okay. is a long time. Okay, ago. okay. This I'm is sorry. literally like when when Yeezys first arrived, and everyone's like, "These are the ugliest, dumbest shoes ever." But here's the key factor: it has nothing to do with physical beauty, hotness, or or weight, or height, or any of that. There's one factor: you got to be rich. <laughs> 
Great point. You have to be able to go to a store and be like, oh, those Yeezys, those are funny. How much do they cost? $475? All right, let's buy them. I'll just try and I'll make Maybe it funny that and is make the, it work. Well, the, the inherent confidence that, that comes with wealth, much like hotness, is something that cannot be fucked with. Well, I don't know if it's confidence as much as it is buying. Like That's what I want to do once I once I level up and cash out. I want to be How do you able plan to. Well, that's, I guess that's a different. <laughs> that's a different thing. Go ahead. I have a great relationship that I'm milking <laughs> with with your Wells Fargo loan shark. With my with my life partner, I have various crypto investments as well. <laughs> <laughs> my crypto wallet is uh, digitally booming. The festival money is going straight in straight into NFTs. Don't worry. <laughs> great, great, great. I'm glad it's no, six no, months no, ago. But it, it has. It, it's it's the ability to have the financial freedom. To buy, you know, it's it's like when um like my when we were doing our little photo shoot that we won't talk about, and I was like, let me buy it, let me get some like nasty shit, and see if I can make it work. Because it's it's one thing to be like, I put together this look of vintage. and you, but I want to be clear, you didn't make it work. That's wrong because you and <laughs> our photographer and our other photographer were like, low key, this is kind of working. And on that's me or on you? My look that I gave myself. I can't remember it right now. It's from the clothing oh, brand yeah, that, Vet, Vet, Vet Yeah, no, that did work. You're right. So, also, so that's the type of thing. Like, I want to have enough money to be like, all right, how much are these ugly ass Vetmont jeans that just say Vetmont all over them? They're so stupid. Seventeen hundred dollars. Cool. I'll buy them and I'll wear them with some Yeezys see, and I'll wear them with Jason, some like funny like Jason, Marnie sweater. Not, and people not. are everyone's gonna be like, this look is ugly. It's stupid. It's trash. It's funny. And then the one like hot, <laughs> weird fucker that. It's like when you're when like stand-up comedians will say, like you know, you'll be performing in front of a thousand people. They're they're loving you. They're bowling over, laughing. They're crying, and then there's one person with their arms folded, staring at you, and that's who that's you fixate on the whole time. That's I'm doing it for the one person who is so hard to impress. That me, is that that don't impress me much, head ass motherfucker. Let me explain to be like you. them jeans. You are you are getting a motherfucker. Let me explain fiddle. something to you. The the problem with this is is that. Historically, you know, well, buying expensive stuff is not the key to having great personal style. In fact, I would say it works against you sometimes. So your theory here is interesting at best. Well, that that's the thing is there's the thing that you have going for you the most is your physical challenges. There is there is that, that is the number one thing you have going for you because you it, it limits your scope of what is available to you. My my handicap becomes my asset. Exactly. I, I think that's 100% true. But but just because a piece of clothing is expensive doesn't mean that it is rare or different or basic or anything like that. Like every, every, well, it doesn't mean it's good. It doesn't mean it's good, but you know, it's all subjective and beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And some person will, you know, like a, a chef will look at an ingredient and be like, this like fish sauce. You're like, taste it. You're like, this tastes nasty as fuck. But if you pair it with this and this and you do this to it, then it becomes something Don't greater make this than a some food of its analogy. Parts. Don't make this a food analogy. Or or like, okay, I'll do a music thing. Like you're Although I will say Vetmont jeans do taste like fish sauce. <laughs> so I do I guess that is a good Okay, let's say Ryan Adams, you know, he's <laughs> plugging his guitar into his amp, there's static and there's feedback, and you're like, Oh, this is sounding bad, it's not working. Or Kurt Cobain is rubbing his his jazz master against his Marshall half stack, and if you just listen to that alone, 
You're like, this sounds awful. It's hurting my ears. It's stupid. You put that in the mix with the whole song and the singing, mm-hmm. and the and you're mm-hmm. like, you know what? This is this is making it you've, cool. You've really talked yourself into these Yeezys, haven't you? <laughs> well, that's Man. just one example of just like, it, like I don't want to be bored. Like it's it, like if you're going to be on stage, you know, like there's there's two modes for you. Like I, you want to be comfortable. With with clothes that fit you well and are are not offensive, and it's just like oh that that guy's dressed well. He's wearing a nice pair of jeans that fit him well, some nice loafers, and a nice Oxford shirt. That's going to be great, timeless, awesome look. You wear that kind of clothing. I wear that kind of clothing. It's great. But then sometimes you want to be like. So you're saying you're in the market for some stage clothes, is what you're saying? There's a, a little bit of that, but like if I'm going to be on stage, sometimes I'll be in the mood to not be like in the spotlight. I just want to look normal and regular. And then sometimes I'll get a little funky hair at my body and I'll, I want to get, I want to so wear we a, can, so a let's wild get you, fit. I think we should get you a nudie suit, you know, like a oh. Graham Parsons style throwback. Okay. I like that. I like that for you with the Yeezys. <laughs> Orville Peck with the Yeezys. Or- <laughs> Peck with the Yeezys. But see, that's the thing. Like those, those types of things where you're like, that sounds awful. I remember that when that sounds awful. But then, what if somebody's like, "I'm going to work hard to pull it off," and then most ninety-seven percent of the people will be like, "Yeah, this is bad." And then the three people who, but count, I think it's just a waste of time. Of course it is, but it, it, it goes back. <laughs> it goes back to my like DJing history. Uh, like whenever you're going to go play, like depending on what mood you're in at that moment, at that day. You're like, you know what? I don't really feel like being on the spotlight. Like, I got to be on stage, and there's lights on me, and there's hundreds of people who are looking at me. Like, I don't hundreds, <laughs> hundreds, not thousands. Sometimes thousands, usually hundreds. You know, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt your rant. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, driving downtown, I almost pulled over because I almost I found a gift for you, and I'm gonna have to go back and get it. Okay. You know the Mexican part of downtown where it's all like the open like market vibe Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i look over to my right there's a (laughs) god there's a there's there's a a uh what are the things you call what are the things that you hit with a stick and they open with candy pinata there's a pinata Uh uh-huh it is dj marshmallow dabbing (laughs) this is not a joke Dabbing marshmallow piñata? Da- dabbing marshmallow piñata and I dro- I was like, "Oh, my- I was like, Alex, oh my god." And then I Ooh, didn't pull over and I was like, "Why shit. the fuck didn't I pull over and buy that? This is so dumb." Or even flick it. Well, I was but now yeah, yeah. it's like, "Can I get back there? Do I remember where it is?" Like, I don't I don't know if I could ever it might right. just it might just be something that Luckily, Chris, I'm an Angelino. After our last podcast guest, Rosecrans, I learned so much about the city that most people don't know about it's not just west hollywood so i know where all these there's other bad parts i agree i know where all downtown these bro all right so yeah are. we went to the row yesterday mm-hmm. what is that it feels like a studio backlot with startups yeah 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 that that is an idea that didn't work out so well i mean i the restaurant was great the 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 the, the uh seafood place seafood was, shanty was, was great mm-hmm. but that's it had a great dozen yeah, I, oh, that's where they have Smorgasburg as well. And that's the one time. But where, that's a pop. That's not all the time. That's that's like once a week on Sunday mornings or whatever. Saturday the, or Sunday the, mornings. Which is also, I wouldn't even go to that in New York where it's from. Yeah. So. And that's the only time that people ever go to the row. I mean, it's clean. It's like, 
it's not like it has all the makings it's like of it. Well done. It just happens to be like in the part of downtown where it's just like it's around the corner from Skid Row. It's next to where the American Apparel Warehouse yeah, used to yeah, be, yeah, which is that. like an abandoned industrial zone. And they built a parking lot that is bigger than the Disneyland parking lot there because they were expecting so many people to true? go. To I the... didn't notice that it was expensive. No, it's it's, it's literally the parking structure is the is bigger than the Disneyland parking structure <laughs> at the row. And Yo, fucking... you see this little shopping shit? Yeah, that's one thing. But look at this fucking parking deck. More, we really did more this. people go to coffee bean and tea leaf on hillhurst every day <laughs> than the row you know i told you that's a little meth spot right i heard that i told you that bro did you tell me that i knew that before you even before. you caught meth there if you know the right folks yeah there's some seedy people in do the you order room. what do you order you don't you don't order it from the barista you, uh, you there's like guys there's like croatian guys <laughs> who are just posted up on the on the patio all day next to people riding all right, their so next episode next Street episode pie. i'm going undercover to buy a couple bags of meth at the coffee bean tea leaf mm-hmm. on Hilbert's. is it okay if i record this conversation no i'll do my secret recording don't worry that is illegal i, I don't care that's fine so well, is meth what but, are they going to do call the cops exactly exactly do you think that business is hurting since the blue bottle of hope across the street fuck no i bet you their business improved because they went to blue bottle and they're like, I, I just want, I want a frap. I would rather have meth than blue bottle. Oh, 100%. Meth, you can at least get some yard work done. <laughs> Fly a plane into a building. I had, look, I did two bumps of meth today. I put all these leaves in bags. I had, <laughs> I had two lattes and I fell asleep from blue bottle. Look at my sock drawer. <laughs> this shit organized. They're all together. They all found their buddy. They're all together. Marie Kondo ain't got shit on me, bro. Fuck Kondo. Yeah, the row, I mean, it was just, I didn't really realize. I feel bad because like when that first opened, I remember I had me, I think it's the same people that do um, the Culver City, the platform uh, yeah, in Culver yeah, City. It feels similar. And that was also, you know, it's 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 like a new concept that's probably still before it's time of like, we're going to build like a new mall that has but, retail and residential to, and office I've spaces. Been to, um, I've been to the, the Culver City platform and it's I've seen it fucking popping. I have too. Like I've seen like if you go on an afternoon on the weekends, it's like lit. Yeah, but it's it's lit of people doing nothing. It's just like let's go get a boba. A hundred percent. No, it's not like it. I want to be there, but I think the only thing that works in these places are food and beverage, actually. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. when we were there yesterday, go get him tiger was popping and the seafood place was popping, and that's mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? So I think food, I think that's the only thing that people would. Yeah. I mean, yeah, LA, if you have like, would... oh, we have our store and we sell like different mole skins and like things like that. And you're like, oh, let's go there. Let's drive to like the the center of Skid Hell. Row. Yeah. Go into a parking structure bigger than Disneyland. Walk a quarter of a mile down some asphalt strip <laughs> behind a chain link fence. And then we'll be there. I'd versus to... going to Larchmont or any of these yeah. places where you just pull up and there's just I was able to spend $20 on different colored pens at Poketo yesterday Poketo. after after walking a quarter mile after being drenched yeah, nobody, in sweat. Why would you ever want to do that? And I mean, unless, because it's like a long play because like you build that, whatever they built it, like almost 10 years ago, maybe five years ago, 10 years ago. And they're like, yeah, in a couple years, downtown's It's gonna, been that long? It's probably been, uh, it's been five, I would say close five to makes yeah, sense, five yeah. years. But I mean, like I DJed, they, uh, like I've DJed we know your we know your friends there. with Shopify corporate. Okay, we get it. I've DJed a Shopify event. I've DJed a hard music festival there. They did hard music the row. 
Yeah, because they're just like, hey, you guys have like a giant like parking. By lot. the way, why didn't we go to Hard Festival this year? Future played. Hard Hard Festival is just dusty now, man. All festivals are dusty, literally. Not, <laughs> not all of them, but most, almost all of them. Yeah, yeah. It's just like Future and Marshmallow. I just don't eighteen thousand tickets. Well, I, it's crazy to me that that all festivals are just everything. Like it's like every there's no like there are some like Newport Folk Festival is Newport Folk Festival, but I mean God. these big ones. Are like literally like yeah who cares we'll it's, get it's too diverse we'll get the baby Jason's favorite rapper and we'll get Marshmallow Chris's favorite DJ it's no problem yeah because most you know seventeen year olds love both Do of all those of things it. yeah as long as there's no guitars involved we rock everybody in. wins we're we rocking with no guitar just to be clear you don't play guitar on stage right <laughs> okay we can talk about it no hip hop hip hop music and electronic dance music have have fused into the same thing good for you did you kind of start that. Um, no, I've, I've adamantly been fighting against it. Don't come for Z trip again. <laughs> this has nothing to do with big Z-trip. homie Z trip. Wouldn't stand for this. It has everything to do with the buildup and the drop. That's what ruined culture and music. I think you're right. Because so are we blaming dance music, smokers? dance music just used to be a DJ in the corner of a booth, just playing music, playing boring ass house music for eight hours. It all sounds the same. And then just the playing music that never stops. It's just like a beat that you yeah, dance yeah, to. Yeah. You're on drugs. You know, we don't even have to say that it's, you know, it's, it's mad Chester. It's what, you yeah, know, you're the shit grooving. that you're liking. You're, you're just, just grooving. grooving. You're not, you're just trying to have sex with a, a hot chick or a hot guy in front of you. You're letting the sweat and the mm. energy sounds hot whip you into a frenzy. And that's, and that's just fine. And then now EDM, it's just like, it's like the boom and then the drop and then you know like a girl i've taken a soul cycle shit. class before okay yeah, i know yeah. what the music sounds like and then and then it that's what ruined dance music and then that now that's what ruined hip-hop music because the verse happens and it's just like some bullshit and then you want to hear the boom and then you want to hear travis scott you know singing about fucking birds and something and then it slowly goes one two one, two, let's go. And then you spray you spray the crystal geyser sixteen ounce water ball on the crowd and then you <laughs> jump up and down and do the do the trap elbows and that lasts for seventeen to thirty five seconds. And Everyone jumps over, up and, and down. Over again. Boom. And then you and you just do it up and down over and over again. And when the drop when you're not doing the trap elbows you're just sitting around like this Waiting sucks. For the drop. This sucks. Yeah. This sucks. Okay, this is good. Okay, this the is anticipation good. is, but I mean, it's also it's so formulaic, which I guess is why it works. You know, it's just like every song is is the same in theory. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's why TikTok works, and that's True. why TikTok is the end of civilization. Speak for yourself. <laughs> um. Okay, so we have we have a small docket. Let's. Okay. Well, we should talk about the tour. What about it? Buy your tickets, idiots. So we, we announced on Friday our tickets are for sale. I'm going on a world tour with TJ, my man. <laughs> um, our, our big cities like LA and New York, obviously those tickets are moving much faster. Thank you for everyone who's already purchased a ticket. So I think, you know, probably this week, if you're planning on getting a ticket for LA and New York, I would say do it sooner than later um, in fear of selling out because my ass is not going to add a second date to any of these shows. I leave it all on the stage. I don't even want to do the first ones, much, <laughs> much less add a second date. We'll be doing half a show, so we're not. We're definitely not going to do a seven. We are going to announce our guests. You know what? Let's just tease a couple guests. Why not do it? Well, but yeah, but we're going to say, um, you know, for those for the smaller cities, you know, all our listeners in Denver, Nashville, you know, places like that. 
you know, get some friends together. Let's in Nashville, I mean, for God's sakes, the best band in town, Country Westerns, are playing with us. If, yeah. you're, if you're in Boston, I, I didn't want to have to do this, but the Internet's favorite, Nomi Fry, is going to join us in Boston for all you fucking so cool. college students. So, you know, get excited. John Carmonica from the New York Times is going to join us in, in the shittiest city in America, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, just just... We're going to announce this officially soon. But Hopefully I feel like John can speak to the bike messenger community. I think he can. Also, I think he can speak to the freeway community. <laughs> the rapper. Uh, oh, I know. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Because no, you're an LA that. guy, you say freeway. We need that freeway demographic. We need that freeway demographic. But there'll be more announcements soon. We're going to be adding special guests. We have musical guests. Every city is going to have something extra. Joe Rogan's joining us in Austin, as we said. Of course. Um, you know, He's a monster. But yeah, we're going to have, and in addition to like us doing our live show and our podcast and having guests come to interview and having musical acts and bands coming and playing, we're also going to be engaging some other you know, fun brands that we have worked with and built along the road, you know, brands like Gia, brands like Sweetgreen. Who knows, you know, Oprah style, you might look under your seat and there's a can of Gia. I'd prefer, that won't get I, you would, to buy I would prefer a piece of Sweet Green's patented sourdough. <laughs> uh, do you want bread with that? No. It'll be very Art Basel. Instead of a banana duct taped to a wall, it's going to be a, a <laughs> loose piece of focaccia. <laughs> That's a great idea. Every venue chair. in the merch is just a piece of sourdough taped to the wall with electrical tape. Yeah. You, I mean, we'll have we'll have miso ginger dressing bottle service you can't sit yeah. in my section those no. tables are moving fast the you can buy a shot we are doing shots of dressing if you want five dollar light light stuff mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah so so i think you know we want to build it out we want to make sure that you guys are getting your money's worth for i, I don't the chris, money chris doesn't the I, money's worth is you getting to see us in person and there's no meet and greets there's no after parties there's no <laughs> signings there's no no yeah chris is going to show up in the pope mobile you can throw <laughs> tomatoes at him all you want it'll I'm gonna, just no what i'm gonna do is as soon as we glass. as soon as we finish it's gonna be like the it's gonna be like one of those netflix documentaries <laughs> i our tour manager hands me a towel i towel off as i'm walking straight to the venue uh-huh. get into the escalade go to the hotel no i yeah i want to i want <laughs> i want the the guy who's running the monitor the side mix on the stage as soon as you finish you go over, you yell something to him off mic that we can't hear. You you rip the in-ear monitor off of your head and throw it on the ground. You kick over a drum stand. I'm out. You know, and then for me, I'm over there. I do my bow alone. I, I go to grab your hand to bow and there's nothing there. <laughs> and then and then of course the the gladiolas and the lily bouquets land at my size 17 Yeezy in ice blue. <laughs> I gather them. I take all my I'm, selfies. I'm literally my already day. in the shower at the Four Seasons. I'm already, <laughs> I'm already showering off and, and climbing into. I'm probably on my laptop doing some real work, you know, before bed. Maybe no, no, no. no. You're in the hallway backstage with the Four Seasons robe draped over you, <laughs> hand in your face in your hand, crying. <laughs> Because of, of what it took out of you. That's it. Every night I'm leaving it all on the fucking stage, uh-huh. as you can imagine. And I we will we were thinking about You maybe, already have the Go Macro bar the Go Macro rapper, rapper is open. The Go Macro rapper's <laughs> on the ground. And I hopefully hopefully we are gonna be able to get the Chris life size cardboard cutout mm-hmm. made for the road so you guys can take pictures with that at the merch booth yeah we need to get that actually like bullwinkle style animatronics if there's any uh, <laughs> amateur animatronic listeners out there because we need that cardboard cutout to be able to b- to bow every yeah, night that's a good end. point 
I'm going to talk to. Yeah, that's a great idea. I'll, we we should put in the order for that. Those are pretty cheap, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so and you and yeah. the cardboard cutout it should be doing the alt right okay hand sim the signal. Great idea. Yeah. It's going to be the dog whistle tour 2021. <laughs> we already named the tour, Jason. Let, do, should we reveal the name now? Yeah, please. Finn Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> the boys are back in town. <laughs> Finn, Finn, how long gone Finn Lizzo? The boys are back in town. <laughs> Tonight, it's going to be a jailbreak. <laughs> the boys are back in town. Finn Lizzo, it's gonna, we're going gonna to come into your town. We're going to steal your women. We're going <laughs> to steal your bros. <laughs> mostly bros but we're gonna steal them nonetheless uh-huh. yeah i mean i'm ex- look i'm i'm looking forward to it but but all jokes aside go get your tickets this week they're gonna go um which mm. is is very uh exciting for us and we're happy to do it yeah. um you're gonna we're gonna give you more we're uh, even if we do a terrible job at live podcasting on stage it's still gonna be a, a net gain value you're gonna be walking out with out. with all these Gias and sweet greens and sperry top ciders. <laughs> if in your you hands. if you look if you the thing is Jason, you know a lot of people do a live podcast and it's literally like a podcast and they just record it and put it on their feed. Mm-hmm. We all know those suck. We, we all, all know those suck. suck. So we're not recording unless any you're of this. in the room. You're like, what's yeah. the point? We're not recording any of this. If you don't buy a ticket, you don't get to ride the ride. You know, and mm-hmm. and I, I I think that's the way God intended it. It's like vinyl. It is like vinyl, and it's this is more of a, a variety style show. You know, there's there's there we can't you can't record this. You can't capture this really. No, no, no. In the it, way. Was Letterman on on Spotify? No, I don't think he was. I don't I don't <laughs> think he, I could look, but I don't think he was. Mm-hmm. He was on Netflix, so Netflix let us know. How long gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp, you know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists you get one that you really like you guys are gossiping you guys are chit-chatting you guys are talking about your personal interests next thing you know it's time to actually do the work so it feels good building those uh mental health relationships with people you actually like and on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from i don't like anyone if you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy give BetterHelp a try it's entirely online Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash howlong. Nice. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh oh, and internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding thank god take the first step to visibly thicker healthier hair for a limited time 
Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code HOWLONG, all one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> dot com promo code how long? That's neutral. Dot com promo code how long? All right. So uh, I also visited our dear friend Pickle Rick um, a couple pickle, days ago. Did pickle Rick finger you down? He fingered me down. He fingered me up. He he rubbed my temples until I until I fell asleep. I woke up. Where were his hands when you woke up? He wasn't even in the room. He was just in the shower cleaning up. How long was the sesh? It was it was a it was a two hour sesh, maybe two. 15. How painful was it? It was much less painful. That's good. That means that means it works. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. The first was, time works. Yeah, I, I think it had something to do with the shock value of a lot of those things that he did for the first time. Sure, happening. like you knowing it's coming to an extent. Yeah. So, like the 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 thing. Well, first of all, he said that he had over seventy people from the show go and visit him. Which is a lot of people. So, do we get an eight to ten percent kickback on this? Or he threw—I mean, he threw me a freebie. But I've uh, received yet again nothing. I like to support small business. Yeah, yeah, you love small businesses like Whole Foods. But he, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'd be stealing from Whole Foods. Amazon okay, owned Whole them. Foods. Shout out to Jeff Bezos. Uh, but so- but he, yeah. So like a lot, like the one move that really fucks you up. Is where he lays you down. You're 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 facing up, laying on your back. You put your arms out, um, like Jesus Christ on the cross, and then he does the the folds your leg over and does the the hip stretch. Yes, you remember that one? I'm familiar. And that's that one is like a euphoric, like opens up childhood trauma level yeah. stretch mm-hmm. where you you put the leg over yeah. the other leg, all and then he su- bends the knee down below the table that yeah. you're on. All of a sudden, your uncle touched you. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> you start remembering that time where your uncle touched you. All, uh, but like, it really it, it, because it, that's your whole. It's just, just like from the heel of your foot yeah, to, the whole to the top of your shoulder. It's just like this stretch in a way that nobody, you know, if you're an adult, like nobody is picking you up and moving you like that unless you're like, you know, in the WWF or something like that. You're not being manhandled and pretzeled by no, somebody in a way that you're. How did it feel yesterday? I mean, it feels amazing. I mean, it feels like you're just unlocking yeah. all the stuff because it's just like your whole, you know, I have a long leg. I have a long, you know, sciatic nerve and all the muscles and tendons and everything. And they all just kind of open up. And, you know, like after, like I couldn't walk after that for like 10 seconds. He's like, don't get up after I do it because like your legs need like a few seconds to be able to like start working again. Jesus. But yeah, I mean, if it, it felt amazing, it hurt like a bastard. But I was the amount of screaming was less. Was like ten percent compared to so 100%. you're so you're feeling pretty good today. I'm feeling hey, I'm feeling good. You know, the main thing that I learned because you got it Friday, right? So I, got I think it on Friday. day after you feel a little crazy, in my experience. Yeah, and and the funny part about it is, whenever I would leave him after I've only been there a few times, but every time I leave him. The I show up with pain happening in one area, and then mm. when I'm done, the pain has shifted. The pain has shifted, and I I liken it to a small demon that lives inside of your body, and you're just kind of always chasing him around, it's moving. 
like Sonic the Hedgehog or something the like that. The target is moving, collecting Yeah, you coins. never you never fully remove it until you do ayahuasca, of course. Of course. But uh or or you know, or you fight your dad and something like that. That's the only way to really get out of your system, but otherwise it's just a uh you, So where's the pain now? Right here, my left hand. What? Like if I were to do a karate chop on a on a 2 by 4 with my left hand right there like by my pinky finger. Mm-hmm. As soon as he finished work, working me out, I had I was sore as fuck on my left palm of my hand. Did you ask him what the vibe is? Uh, no, well, because he, he was he was doing the thing where like right on the wrist, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. like you like pinch the wrist right there, and then you he rotates it mm-hmm. all around, and it just it hurts so bad, but in a good way, and you feel all everything all clicking around and moving around. So it was probably some some of that. Yeah. <sighs> but well, I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, I mean, and the main thing that I learned after visiting him and the difference between the first time and now, whereas before I was like, my knee hurts like a bastard and I'm just going to like rest and recuperate and hope that it gets better. Um, and then when he gave me the, the full the bodywork vibe, I was like screaming in pain. It was hell. And like he would move my leg and I'd be like, <laughs> and now... Uh, in between then I've been doing all the, all the rehab work yeah. where I'm doing like serious shit. TJ's like, little stretches. Well, like stretches, but stretches and squats and kettlebells. And I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing like a lot of working out, but focusing on and that strengthening knee, only, the knee and like my rotator cuff and like how it's all connected. So I've, I've learned that a lot of the pain that's going on inside of me were like, instead of protecting it or trying to you know avoid you gotta run right through it you gotta you gotta you gotta run into the wave mm-hmm. instead of duck diving underneath it you that know? makes sense i mean that i think that it is about strengthening yeah beyond anything else and as soon as we finish podcast before we play tennis i gotta go i gotta do a 10 minute routine in the backyard you can do it with me if you want to okay i'm happy to i love a warm-up jason i mean it's a it's a warm yeah. day and i'm i'm feeling i played tennis four days in a row this week so damn bro well you know as we're getting older it's you know, these are things that we have to do or if I, we want to keep playing. I, I mean, I, you know, actually uh, at the Easton gym, they have a wedge similar to your, like an old oh. school, like wooden one that adjusts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have been using it a lot after you put good. me on and it's great. I mean, even if it's just a quick minute just for the hamstrings, yeah, it like good to it's fucking it crazy. It's just, I, I, it's, it's such a minor movement that makes like adjustment that makes such a big difference. I know. Um, But I would love to get a pickle. I'd love to pickle the finger me. I need to yeah, when, get back over there. When he was when he was doing my hip stretch and he lifted up my leg and then folded it over me, he was like, "Your bones are much less heavy there than Chris's." <laughs> you know, and you know, it's so easy to pick this big long leg up. Because my mom did always say that I was big boned, and I mm-hmm. now it's been confirmed by a medical. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's a professional necessarily, but a guy who knows some stuff. And you know. In the in the 90s and the early 2000s, it would it became a joke of like I'm not fat, I'm just I, big boned. Yes, and then the big bone community really took an L, and I think now it's very undeserving. I don't think that once again, once again, mm-hmm. yeah, I would say big little bone was creating a <laughs> false narrative. But I, which I don't... verse did he do on the Biggie song? <laughs> big little bone, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> big little bone. And harmony, no, but I, I think having having heavier bones, I'm sure it's real. It's sure not it, a disadvantage. I no, it's say. not. I mean, maybe that's why I've never broken a bone. 
Yeah. I mean, having thin, frail bones... Doesn't sound good. Doesn't sound great. Especially I'm trying to look like Joan on... Didion. You know what I'm saying? A little frail ass. I'm trying to look big and muscular. Uh-huh. And the, maybe my bones can support these big muscles. That's right. That's a good idea. Yeah, because even if I were able to put on big old muscles, it's just not... You don't have the bones to support that. I, don't have, I can't LeBron out. Well, it's good to know because I know you were just sick and tired of hitting that wall and you were like, why can't I get a shelf like Chris? And then you're like, oh, it's just I don't have the structure. Like I'm structurally mm-hmm. not sound. That's right. Much like a Miami condo building, you're not you're not structurally sound. <laughs> yeah, you gotta. This is all pre-war. Yeah, stuff, exactly. You know? Yeah, the codes and everything were different back then. Codes were different. Yeah. So, yeah, and a lot of and and the biggest part about it is a lot of the that pain that you're experiencing. Is, is all is mental versus you know physical it's just like oh i tweak my knee so i just have to fix my knee physically versus like your knee pain can go away if you spend more time not being so stressed out not being so yeah. anxious and all those things you know a lot of it i think what you're saying is you need a back rub from your main thing because you've been stressed out that's what exactly like. what i'm saying exactly what it sounds like and i i understand that and my main thing is ketamine yeah i i keep a pretty <laughs> You know, I get stressed out, but I think that I I swear that exercise has is the is the cure for almost everything for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't I just even there's some stuff going with work this week and people are freaking the fuck. Everybody was like, "This fucking sucks. Fuck this." I'm like, guys, it's fine. This is just how it goes, man. It's mm-hmm. gonna be fine. We're gonna get through the fire. You pull out big picture, don't you? I do pull out big picture. I take my drone. Pull out, and pick, I pull zoom- out game strong. Huh? Pull Z- out game. zoom out game strong. Zoom out game crazy. <laughs> Yeah, he's going point five mode. Yeah, I always am in point five. I got three lenses, baby. <laughs> well, I was I was um, I was building with with my friend Alexis over the week. Speaking of of ways to other ways to remove that stress, and he he was he's like a very unique guy. Good friends with my brother. He's worked in like music management for a long time. He's is this, like, is this a guy who manages like chromatics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, twisted cat. Like the most fucked up guy ever, but super sick as well. And and he was saying that he turns his phone off. Basically, he puts his phone on do not disturb mode every day automatically from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. That's just not feasible. He, and he said, like, I have like my five, you know, my five to ten people, like family members, his wife, like his whatever, like the close, close people. If those people need to get to him. And they call him, the phone will ring, but otherwise the phone is just off. What is he doing then, though? That's my question. What are you doing that is, is so valuable? <sighs> spending spending quality time with his wife and, you know, watching a movie, reading, cooking, sleeping, resting, whatever it is. I, I just don't. I have no interest in that. Well, I know you don't. And that's why I wanted to bring also it up. Also, the anxiety of it all. I'm sure it took m- months for him to get. Maybe not him, but well, like in theory. it's different for him because he's the kind of guy who's not like on social media. He's 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 kind of in his own little world. Yeah, and he's like more of an old school guy. Like if if he wants to get a hold of you or he has a quick question, he'll just call you and be like, "Hey, what's the name of that restaurant?" Blah blah. Yeah. blah. And they're like, "All right, thanks, bye." Versus like texting you and waiting around or looking it up on Yelp or whatever it is. Like, so it's easier for him to do that. But his argument is like. From 8 p.m. to 8 a.m., nothing important is going to happen to him, really. And like, if if like a crazy email comes in at like three in the morning about like, hey, like Kanye wants you to come to the stadium or whatever, like it, it's 
it can wait until 8 a.m. Like nothing's going to happen before. Oh, that yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah, totally. I mean, things can wait, but it doesn't mean I want to wait to under- know them. I know. Well, I know you don't want to, but maybe you should. Th- this is the oh, whole pro- I can't do it either. I'm, our not, entire I'm not saying society that we're going to do fucked. it. Our entire society's fucked. No one wants to work. No one wants responsibilities. They all want, <laughs> they all just want to work on their mental health. And it's like, well, I, what do you work on your mental health for? If you're not going to, I don't understand. Well, if you're, if that you're, can't be more valuable than work from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., then he's logged in. He's in the mainframe. He's working hard. He's doing his thing. And then from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m., that's where he has to rest, unplug and recuperate. Oh, I, look, I think everybody, I get it. Like, I understand why someone would want to do that. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that, like, I don't want to, like, connect with others that much. I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> watch movies and not look at my phone. Like that doesn't interest me. I don't want to do that. But it's better to do that. Says who? Since since just time. Not, not necessarily true. I, yeah. I, not necessarily I true. I mean, yeah. It's. I mean, I'm just saying every person is different. I think this overall the way we're going, where everyone's like devaluing work and like we need personal time. Like, I don't think you can apply rules to every person. That's not how the world works. That's true. That's all I'm saying. Not, not to every person, but I think as a whole, I would agree with like when you're watching what, if I'm watching once upon a lifetime in Hollywood and I'm on my couch and I, it's streaming for free on the stars network and it will be, it, I would be surprised if I didn't pull out my phone, check my texts, yeah, look of at course. my email. What's the problem look with at that? Instagram, whatever. You're you're you become disengaged from the content. Yeah, that because you're the content ain't that good. That's my whole point. If if your shit ain't good enough for me not look at my phone, then I'm gonna look at my phone. Your shit ain't good enough. If I go to a movie theater, I never pull my phone out. I've well, that's what that's my point. When you go to a movie theater, it's it's uncouth to pull the phone out, so you don't. So you enjoy the movie more because you're engaged. Don't with necessarily it. enjoy the movie more. That's not necessarily true. I'm speaking for me. Not for you. I, I don't. But I, I'm like I like going to a movie theater, putting my phone on silent, putting it in my life partner's designer bag, <laughs> and then watching this trailers, eating some popcorn, watching a movie, engaging with it sure. from start to finish, instead of thinking about oh I got to reply to this email or I got to. But text replying, but replying to an email is more important to me than engaging with the movie. If it's the right kind of email, yeah, of course, that's of just course. reality. And if that's the case, then don't go see a movie. But I just don't think I just don't I'm not sure that we're it's just like anything else like we've we went too far one way and now we're going too far the other way and it will eventually like course correct hopefully like we went like okay well what about when you're on when you see people on the treadmill on their phone or watching well they're just not actually exercising yeah so then you're not actually watching a movie if you have Mm, your phone out no 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 watch you're missing you're missing an important scene Somebody, you know, like my girlfriend will be watching a TV show or movie. But it's like, and she'll be like, oh, can you rewind it? I was looking at something. But the the, the thing is, the reality is, none of that is important. I know it's not important. Work is important. Watching a movie is not important unless that's your job. Unless you are a filmmaker, unless you are a critic, (laughs) unless you are an actor, it's not actually important. What if it's something that you love? Loving it and being important are two different things. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things I love, but I know it's not important. Me getting better at tennis is not important. It's just something I like to do. Mm-hmm. It's not important. That's fair. Well, also, 
you you are privileged and lucky to be a person who loves work. Totally. Where most people don't love work. No, I I, I totally get that too. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm saying everybody's got to do their own thing. I'm just I just mean that it's like what we're deeming is important mm-hmm. is cannot be universal. Is, is my point. Mm-hmm. We cannot tell other people what is important to them. That is that doesn't work. Doesn't yeah. Work. Well, I mean. Just like on on the broad strokes, zoom out of it, like where if like the healthy mind is living in the present, sure, not in the past where depression lives, not in the future where anxiety lives. If you are engaging in a thing, if you're having like you don't have your phone out at dinner because that's rude, you don't bring you don't have your phone out at a movie theater because that's rude. But if you and Bay are just on the couch watching West Wing, the phone will be out. We're looking at the real real sale. We're looking at zillow we're looking at world star whatever it is because that's not rude but you are you're not living in the present at that time i don't need to live in the present who cares living in the present is good though it's important sure. no i know it's all, but <laughs> i mean i'm just saying i'm just saying that it's like i don't know why we need to <laughs> i just think this put i just don't know where this leads us this push to constantly be there's 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 damage that can be done I think from constantly like evaluating yourself and what you're doing. Yeah, that's like true. I think I think it's like of course you need to be aware and you need to make decisions that make you happy. But I think this kind of thing where it's like everything must take a back seat to my mental health. And what the fuck are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? <laughs> if you're thinking about your mental health, like what does that even mean? Because if you can't if you can't live your life in an enjoyable way because you're preoccupied with your mental health, mm. isn't that bad? That is true. Like you can, I don't, you can go, you can go too far in the other direction, of course, and that's you know that's the problem. You have, you're either you're either completely disengaged from the present life and reality. You're staring at your phone all day long during dinner, breakfast, lunch, movies, work, fitness, all that shit, and that's super unhealthy. You would agree with that, yeah, of course. But then also, if you're constantly thinking about that and disengaging and taking time for mental health and blah 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 then like you're not even living life you're just like being overly cautious and doing nothing you know the sweet spot is in the middle and that's easier for us because we have lived pre no for sure and we're currently and we have also you know whatever we're we're better at it than the average person i mean i don't look at my look when i'm exercising i don't look at my phone when i'm with the trainer the phone stays in the the locker room when i'm running the phone is in my pocket i don't i don't pull out my phone Mm -hmm. i don't that's when I don't use my phone. Yeah. And that's the only time I'm not going to use my phone, and that's fine with me. But, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I see people on the treadmill watching fucking Big Brother. <laughs> I see fucking people walking there running with their dogs. They think that's exercise, too, but it's not. So it's like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't know what to tell you. It's like... So then maybe your brain is subconsciously creating these unplugged moments the only way you know you're able to, which is with fitness. You know yeah. you can't do it when you're watching the office no 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 i don't well it's not that i can't do it i don't care to do it because i don't think a lot of the stuff that we're watching is 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 engaging enough i mean to be honest like if you if you hollywood needs to do better once again (laughs) once again the blame falls on hollywood and you know they've given us unrealistic body expectations honestly this is a this is a take that i like i it's just it's like but i i will say this if i'm in bed watching west wing i'm not looking at my phone if I'm watching mm-hmm. Madam Secretary, my West Wing replacement, I'm not looking at my phone. If I'm watching the Olympics, if I'm watching fucking like the office, like you're mm-hmm. saying, I'm looking at my phone. 
Mm-hmm. It's just the different levels of engagement with the stuff because one demands it and one doesn't, in in my opinion. It's the same thing if you're in a conversation with a person. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, if I'm talking to Jason, he starts bullshit, and I'm just going to look at my phone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same idea. Interesting. I think the I, I I don't. I mean, that I'm sure that doesn't ring true to everyone. That's like a crazy thing, but I, no, there. I mean, obviously, it's a funny take, and but there is a lot of truth to it. But, you know, like the 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 degradation of the quality of content our, the versus... The combination of the degradation of the quality the, of content... Versus and, the... And our brains being just fried from fucking loving our phones. It's mm, a combination. Yeah, but it's yeah. like, there are times where I will watch something where I could use my phone and I don't. Yeah. Well, you know, is 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 TikTok and Instagram winning the battle against film and music and 100%. tv is i mean that's obviously happening but i'm saying is that itself unhealthy well yeah of course because it's the cheapest forms of entertainment i mean it's, mm. it's not not that it doesn't take like the same way like i like to listen to this dub baby song more than you know a mozart symphony or like yeah. a jazz trio in the pocket or like something that's more yeah, you know, requires your attention, and you have to work harder for it. Or, yeah. or it's like, candy, it's candy. Whereas some of this shit is a a five star meal. It's just that's what it is. It's like, yeah, we want gummy worms, bitch. It's easy. <laughs> like, I want some sour we want, shit. We want Wendy's nuggets. Yeah, we don't want sweet green kale Caesar. Yeah, but just, that's you. You have to know that that's bad. Of course, but it's also like, what? What am I to an extent? It's like, what is my resistance going to do? Mm-hmm. Make my life fucking harder, more than likely. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't ever looked at TikTok for a reason because I know that I don't need to and I shouldn't. So I'm good. I'll stay yeah, away from yeah, that. Yeah. Because I got the three same other- way. You know that going to Arby's is yeah. just like nothing good is going to yeah, happen. Yeah, nothing there, good. So I'm not even going to attempt it. Yeah, I th- I think it's because the you know the, I think it's because the consequences to the actions are unknown and invisible now compared to that's true when you see somebody. You know, some fat bitch eating Wendy's nuggets, breakfast, lunch, like, and dinner. Damn, I see what this did you're to like, you. you know what's going to happen. You're going to get heart disease. You're going to get bad cholesterol. You're going to get obesity. You're going to die 20 years earlier. Whatever. Like, you know what's going to happen, but like, we don't know what it's doing to our brain. Look, it's doing nothing good. It's and I can insane. guarantee that. And I'm not even a doctor, Chief. That's true. But I also. But you're able to be like, I do not see. I do not know. Also, I'm just going to die. Know. I mean, you know what I'm saying, bro? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, man. It's mm-hmm. like, I. I'm just so concerned with things that are like good good luck good luck trying to good luck trying to literally resist the greatest minds of our generation creating things to rot your brain good luck i i i, I wish you the, i wish you the best chief. and the problem is the only people that are able to successfully do it look like you know it's they just look insane they're well, or they're rich or or they're already rich enough where they don't have to play the game yeah, that, yeah, that's, true. that's like, it, like, like a Rick Rubin. Type yeah, of I have person. to be involved in this stuff to make money. Like mm-hmm. it's it's part of my life, whether I want it to be or not. You, sure, you, I'm sure you I chose was, this. You chose this. Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The game chose me. The game did choose. You. But but it's like if you can, yeah, sure. If you want to be a yoga teacher and make fifty dollars a year <laughs> and drive a fucking Subaru and like you know that's what you want to do mm-hmm. and you don't have to use your phone, by all means, I would rather be rich and have to look at my phone more than I would like to. That's mm-hmm. I, that's a that's a that's a a situation I'm willing to to go with. This is a, this is why we pod, bro. Great God debate. damn it! Great discourse. All right. Well, we're gonna wrap things up, guys. Thank you very much for listening. 
Yeah, uh, go cop those tickets, guys. This is not a game. All the dates are on our new website, howlonggone.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to Matt and Gabe for creating that that beautiful landing page for us. It works great. Studio.sl? I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thanks to those guys for Spivak cool. Loeb. Spivak Loeb. It's cool because it sounds like a fucking like, lawyer. Law sounds, firm. Like, sounds like a law firm or a pharmaceutical company. Exactly. They might be selling big pharma. I don't know. We're in plastics. I can't confirm. I'm going to go quick. I just have to go before we, you know, I, I just got to make sure I get a print copy of the How to Spend It This Week with Frank Ocean on the cover for the archives. Oh, yeah. I got to go. I'm, I'm glad that you're st- slowly coming around. To, I mean, the jewelry's ugly as fuck, but the photos are be- the photos are very good. Photos are cool. I haven't it's, seen the jewelry. Don't watch it's, it. It's literally like, I'm like, this is what you've been doing? You got 10 guys for three years and this is what you came up with? <laughs> really, bro? But no, I mean, whatever. That's a whole other podcast. People are so bummed that it's not music. I can't believe it. I like the name Homer, though. I like the name Homer. Okay. All right, Chris. Thank you guys for listening. Thank we'll you, guys. See you guys in a couple of days. Later.